Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Really enjoyed the tenure of Bill McSwain as a top-notch U.S. attorney here. And uh, McSwain... I saw Bill tweet out the other day that uh, he saw the expertise of the special counsel who gave this uh, report, extensive report, on the issue of classified documents in President Biden. Thought you'd like to hear somebody who actually has seen in other settings this um, special prosecutor chosen her and his thoughts on that and the role of a special prosecutor. Bill McSwain back with us here on Talk Radio 1210. Bill, it's been way too long. Thank you for joining us. It's great to be back, Dom. Thanks for having me. Well, I was intrigued. I saw on Twitter that you had various dealings over the course of time in your uh, career with this special counsel. So give us a breakdown. What were the situations and what did you think of them? I want people to understand that Rob Herr is a top-notch attorney and a top-notch person. When he was the U.S. attorney in Baltimore, I got to know him because we had similar districts, similar problems we were dealing with, problems of urban violence, drugs, political corruption, and the like. And, of course, Maryland uh, is adjacent to Pennsylvania. So I got to know him, got to see him in action, and he was a terrific U.S. attorney, His office was professionally run. That place was humming. There was never any whiff of any political bias of any sort. He's a person of the highest character, the highest integrity. He has a phenomenal resume. I mean, this is a guy who, for example, has clerked on the Supreme Court, so he's extremely smart. And he's got great wisdom and great judgment, and everybody respects him. And he was handpicked by the attorney general, by Merrick Garland, to do this job because he is respected on both sides of the aisle. That's where I was going to go. Isn't that the biggest tell that Garland picked him for this versus somebody overtly political in any way, shape or form? I mean, you you might pick somebody of the other party because you want to be like Caesar's wife. You want to give the perception to the public of uh, and again, He didn't find anything here per se that appears to be, well, it might have been actionable, but you know what I mean, Bill? There was no all-out attempt to say, oh, my God, this is like Watergate or anything. There wasn't any rhetoric in there like that. It was very legalistic. 
And Attorney General Garland could have picked anybody or asked mm-hmm. anybody to do this. And he went to rob her for a reason, again, because he's extremely capable. He's well-respected on both sides of the aisle. And all of this criticism that he's now receiving, and he's really getting it, I guess, from from all sides, but in particular, the criticism of him for explaining his decisions is really nonsensical, and I'd like to address that. First of all, he had to explain his reasoning. It was specifically part of his tasking from the Attorney General. He was supposed to write a report explaining his reasons for coming to the conclusions that he did. It would have been irresponsible. It would have been a a dereliction of his duty if he didn't explain what his reasoning was. He's also not prosecuting in the usual sense. He's, he's investigating and then he's writing a report. And what you do in a report is you explain your reasoning, you try to justify it. You lay out the facts and then you justify your conclusions. He also had to explain his reasoning, reasoning because it's obviously relevant to his decision not to recommend charges. Uh, he talked a lot about his perceptions of the president's mental state, and that is always relevant in white-collar matters, always. In what, in what um, matter and, you that know, you've I've, been involved in, Bill? Explain for listeners the mindset. How does that get in, particularly in white-collar crime, alleged crime? White-collar crime is oftentimes sort of different from street crime in the sense that there's very little, There's well, uh, oftentimes, there's very little discussion or argumentation about what actually happened. Usually the facts are pretty clear, but where the argument comes into uh, is what was the defendant's mental state? And there's a lot, therefore there's a lot of gray area naturally in white collar uh, matters because if somebody didn't have the intent, the intent to commit a crime and intent to commit a felony, then they shouldn't be charged because you can't prove all the elements beyond a reasonable doubt. So it's a little bit different from, for example, street crime, robbery. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you go in and you stick a gun in somebody's face and you're robbing a liquor store, it's pretty clear that you have the intent to rob the liquor store. The the, the argument tends to be, you know, do you have the right guy or not? Um, that's not really the case in white collar matters. White collar matters boil down to the mental state of the potential defendant. Bill, have you ever, in your experience, I don't know if you've ever been a special counsel or something like this, uh, said what we're talking about here, you know, um, there might be actionable items here. I guess he's saying that, that there were, sort of, but um, you're not going to convict here. Not just, like let's remove Biden, memory issues, well-meaning elderly man, but something that's not going to, in your experience, get a jury to convict in this situation. Have you ever had to do that? That Every day and all day when I was U.S. attorney. It happens all the time. Uh, Again, mental state is the thing that is the key in in the white-collar matters. And um, so you don't have to be a special prosecutor like her in order to grapple with this. This is what white-collar prosecutors grapple with all the time. And He had to explain himself, as I said before, because it was specifically part of his tasking. Um, But it it goes to his core responsibility to determine whether or not charges should be recommended. He had to evaluate the things that he evaluated. 
And and really, I mean, that's what special prosecutors do all the time. I mean, for example, we're all familiar with the, the Mueller report, right? The Mueller investigation yep. Yep. during the Trump presidency. Now, Robert Mueller decided not to recommend charges against the president. But did anybody expect him not to explain why? Did anybody expect exactly. him not to write a report? Did anybody pages. expect I think it was him not to pages. explain his reason? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there wasn't anybody on the on the face of the earth who would have been satisfied if he had just said, uh, you know, here's my decision and I'm not going to explain it. You have to explain it. And her was not trying to please anybody, if you really think about it. He was just trying to do his job. The fact that he's taking it from all sides, I think, tends to show that he did his job without any political motivation. The right is mad at him for not recommending charges. And the left is mad at him for explaining why. So maybe uh, maybe that tends to show that he was right where he should have been. Take us through, and again, uh, I respect, you know, you have um, uh, a, a, a lane here that we're working with, and rightfully so, you know, given your other responsibilities. But the language that was used to portray uh, President Biden in this uh, is being, would, would he consult with somebody? We don't know that neurologically or whatever, would you, if you're in that situation, Bill, consult, or do you just, in layman's terms, go forward with what he said here? Well, that's a good question, and I don't know all the details of, of right. what he did. I mean, he did have a staff that was available right. to him, and there may be more to this story. But I can tell you, though, that mental capacity, which is very similar to mental state, because you have to have a certain mental capacity in order to have the required mental state to commit a crime, Mental capacity is something that's relevant, not just at the charging stage, but at all stages of the matter. For example, I've had cases where I've defended people in private practice where they've been charged and I'm defending them in court. And then you might have a a mental evaluation and they might be determined, um, you know, not capable of standing trial. And I've had cases like that where the prosecution has actually dismissed charges post indictment because my client's mental state had deteriorated or changed. So it's something that you always have to examine. Here, her was examining it within the umbrella of trying to understand mental state. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say one way or the other whether he was right. You know? I, no, I'm just saying that that was that, something right. Right. But it was it was clearly something that he had to do. So this criticism of him for explaining his decision, again, is completely nonsensical, completely inconsistent with the core responsibilities of a special counsel. And I think is is really um, just quite silly. Uh, Bill, one other area too: the president's former lawyer in this matter, the zone of attack is, well, these were not good questions. Now, based upon the little that I know about this guy, you And also the weight of this when you're dealing with the president of the United States in any manner. uh, If this guy's like Bill McSwain, he's buttoned up. He's gone over these questions. So there's no doubt that they're both legally sound. Plus, they're uh, not something where you don't understand what you're being asked. You know, I mean, they're, they're all over the place. I can't imagine a guy like this strikes me as incredibly thorough. I know what I would do in this. You take to the mattresses. You go back and forth with people. Do you understand the question? Is this question relevant? You don't want anybody to come back on you, particularly when Garland entrusts you with this. You know, he's sticking it out there by taking a guy who uh, some people would say, no, you just take somebody who's political and said nothing to see here. 
all that, I bet this guy sweated these questions out. I'm sure that Rob Herr was very prepared when he went into the interview, I guess the two days of interviews yep. he had with President Biden. I'm, I'm absolutely certain of that. I would also expect that he was very fair because that's the kind of person he is. He's fair. He's reasonable. And I know there's been a lot of criticism of him asking particular questions. But if you're in Rob Herr's shoes, um, those might be questions that you're thinking to yourself are relevant in the sense that these are important things to the president. Let's see if he remembers them. If the president is saying that he can't remember when or can't identify the years when he served as vice president or can't remember the year when his son passed away, I mean, that that I think would be relevant to the job that that Mr. Herr had to try to determine whether he should bring charges. I mean, having a having memory issues and the like would certainly be something that would be relevant to mental state and relevant to to trying to prove felonies. So uh, I I would be extremely surprised if Rob Herr tried to engage in a game of gotcha with the president. That's not his character. That's not the way he he operates. I think he was he was in a good faith fashion asking the questions that he thought were relevant that were going to help him make his decision. Yeah, and we come back to, is Merrick Garland really, if there's a hint, a sniff of somebody doing this, he's not going to choose him to do this. That That's probably the best rejoinder to this. Bill, if you could, just, um, I know you're in a different game now, private practice and all that, but we're excited to see some of the things that seem to be going on with law enforcement here in Philadelphia, and I bet you cross path with some of these people over the course of time, Kensington particularly, which is very, very difficult. Are you hopeful with Sherelle Parker and some of the things that we've seen going on? Krasner's still there, we know, of course. Well, I'm always hopeful. I love Philadelphia. I love this city. Was was born here. I've always lived in the area. And I am encouraged by some of the things I've seen the new mayor say. I mean, and, and honestly, she can say some things as an African-American woman that maybe some other people can't say in the same way. She has an opportunity for her to really go after the core of the problem and be honest and candid about it. And a lot of the problem is Krasner, as, as you and I know and have discussed many times. And if she can push back on him on some of his excesses, uh, I think it'd be a good thing for the city. And, um, you know, it, it's something that is, I'm sure, she's thinking about it a lot. It's something that the voters care about a lot. Public safety was probably the number one issue in this past election. And so I'm certainly rooting for her and um, hope that this is something that she'll she'll make a priority. Bill, thank you so much. And, and thanks for your analysis of her. That's what I thought. And again, this idea, uh, you know, wild questions and all that. A guy like this seems to be a guy like McSwain. I know what you would do in this situation. And I know how, you know, you're sweating it to walk the line between getting to the truth but not appearing to be partisan here. And I think that's what this guy did. And if we ever see the tape, I think it'll be pretty clear. <laughs> well, thanks, Tom. It's great to be with you. Thank you, Bill, as always. Take care. Bill McSwain here. Dan, that's his inside. We're proud of that, that kind of connection. You get a guy who knows this guy, has worked with him, is buttoned up on his own on this, and that's what he says on this. So you know what? The bottom line this week with this Biden attorney out there, these questions were ridiculous. They were 
not only ridiculous, they were not structured well. Can you imagine? Put the tape out. Let the American public see the tape. At least put the transcript out. Why will they not do that? Let's see. And you have to take an account. Look, it is stressful. When you're giving a deposition five hours with all these things going on, the high stakes, we get that. But again, to the point, Bo Biden's death, his vice presidency, things like that. Now, there's tremendous deficits here. And you heard McSwain talk about state of mind, taking that into account in white-collar crime. And that's exactly what this guy did. Show the tape. And why would Merrick Garland put in there a hatchet man to go after Biden, right? 855-839-1210. You get on board AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is just push pound 1210. Let's swing in right now to It's Dobbs Money Melody. That's right. Today we're playing for a pair of tickets to that old black magic featuring Keith Spencer on March 23rd at the Zlock Performing Arts Center in Bucks County. For tickets and more information, you just visit bucks.edu slash tickets. All right, Dan, what do you have? Yeah, Don, today our side question is, uh, who's somebody known for wearing a mask? And this person's definitely not known for wearing a mask, but appeared on The Masked Singer and completely Uh flopped. Yeah, so I'm going to play a song from The Masked Singer, Don, today. I want to see if the audience can tell us who it is. Big clue is this person was uh, heavily featured during the Super Bowl, similar to yesterday's artist, uh, but they were referenced a couple times throughout the Super Bowl. But, Dom, here is today's. We want to know who it is singing from the mass singer, take a listen. And I'll also say he's been talked a lot about a lot recently on the Dom show as well. All right. I knew the mass singer would make an appearance here. That was part of the bargain to be doing mass people on Mardi Gras Day. Should have known that. Jump the shark, though. It was good. It was uh, fun yeah. the first season or two. But uh, that just, Jenny McCarthy belongs on and the Ken TV. Young. Oh. oh, God. All right. 855-839-1210. You get on board. Uh, just jump in right now and hit us with that. Who is covering that song? That's what we want to know. we got a great prize for you. More of your calls uh, coming up. And uh, we have a candidate presented on the Democrat side out there in California who might win, who wants a $50 an hour minimum wage. And her defense of it will play that for you from a debate last night. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the Money Melody. Show me the money. All right, every day at around 2.13, 2.14, depending, we have Dom's Money Melody. Here's your clue today. The longer it goes on, the worse it is. Let's end this agony. Who is that? That's what we want to know. 855-839-1210. Harold in uh, Southampton. Harold, who's covering that hello, song? Hello, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, You're before welcome. I get my melody, uh, guess I just want to. Let, I'm here with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He just like to say a word. Uh, hello, Dominic. I just want to say that we have a vaccine that can we can liberalize your audience with this. We have the technology in double-blind studies. We, we we know we can liberalize your your conservative. Your conservative base. Uh, we, we, I'm not anti-vaccine. Just know that uh, we, you know, the atrazine is it is turning the frogs gay. Anyway, I think it's Travis Kelsey. Oh, I think it's Travis Kelsey. No, <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Close, very close. So, very. All right, good try, Harold. All similar right. sport, maybe same position. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Who is covering this song? You might want to give another clue here, Dan, if we have one. Uh, man, he's all over the place right now, Dom. Right. He uh, just had a big. Uh, I'll, I'll give a big clue. He had a big kick. Big kick within the past week. All right. I think that's enough. I should get some. Yeah, that's it. uh, 855-839-1210. So we'll get some people lined up here and see if we can get a uh, correct answer. Uh, Play you Barbara Lee coming up, running for the Senate. Somehow or another in California, they had a Senate debate. Steve Garvey, former first baseman for the Dodgers on the Republican side. But three Democrats. Man, murders row. That Katie Porter, for my money, is more obnoxious than Adam Schiff. I know that's... A bold statement, but uh, she was in it. And Barbara Lee, who's the congresswoman from Berkeley, and we'll play you. You're wondering any why Bidenomics, a $50 minimum wage is what she'd like. Okay. I got, got a you. Jim in Philadelphia. Dog. All right, Jim in it. Philly. Jim, who's uh, covering that song? Rob Gronkowski. There you go. Missed the kick again. 0 for 2. Yeah, pretty bad, right? But Rob can, uh, Gronkowski can do anything and get away with it, apparently. I mean, it's amazing. Well, not seeing it. He's, no, oh, well, so he, bad, st- he still did it and probably gets paid for it somehow. That's what I mean. It doesn't mean it's not good. Kind of getting to the Taylor Swift levels of oversaturation with Rob Gronkowski, yes. i got to say. Though. Yeah, he is. He doesn't add a whole lot on the post game and the other shows. You know, the Gronk character, I get it, but we already have enough 
attempts at that. Terry Bradshaw, just the worst, by the way. Yeah. Okay. 855-839-1210. So as I said, Senate race out there. A lot of money, a lot of big names, just the farthest. And Steve Garvey standing in the way. Here is Barbara Lee. She's a main contender. And is it, how it, this world woman's been in Congress forever. It's not just Berkeley, but she's got a you know big region of Southern California. Listen to this in the debate. She feels no compunction not to say what the minimum wage should be. Just do the math. Of course we have national uh, minimum wages that we need to raise to a living wage. You're talking about $20, $25, fine. But I have got to be focused on what California needs and what the affordability factor is when we calculate this wage. Ms. Lee. All right, and that was $50 an hour from Ms. Lee if you're in California. <laughs> what? Well, see... You know, they make the mistake, California, of course, golden, the weather. Well, Florida's weather is better if you're just for weather. But the weather, Hollywood, the high-tech industry, it's cool. It's all that kind of in- – so they have all that advantage. And then they still cannot have a functional state because of all the problems that are there, many of which are people like this, 50 bucks an hour minimum wage. Uh, you know, she said California for Jersey, what it costs to live. It should be at least 40 then, I would say. Right. But we haven't heard Phil Murphy say that yet. Fifty bucks an hour. Wow. All right. We uh, just heard Bill McSwain to break down this with her. I haven't heard a breakdown on her by anybody else quite like that. I really commend him for doing that. And he did it without taking a stand. And you, you heard what the best evidence is when someone says something to you about this guy, crazy talk like, yeah, what were the questions like? The president had to correct him several times. They were ill-formed questions. That was Jen Psaki and Biden's lawyer. And can you imagine? Release the tape. That's what Republicans should continue to say. Just release the tape. I think it would be so appalling despite the difficulties of the Democrat Party of getting Biden out of there, I think it would happen in one way or another. That's how appalling I think this tape would be. I don't think they'd be getting any way. So they're going to continue to attack, to come up with this stuff. But right in front of us is what everyone in the media ought to demand. When are you going to release the tape? Why not release the tape? All right, 855-839-1210. You get on board. AT&T and Verizon Wireless, all you have to do is push pound 1210. The market story today, too, I asked Jeff Andrew about this. Look, we don't, you know, get onto the market every single day, but it's incredible what's happening now. There's still time to the closing bell. But they have lost, if you're in the market, half the gains of this year already. Why? Bidenomics. The figures came out. People couldn't believe it that on many staples, 3.9% inflation. So that means the Fed is not going to lower interest rates for some time soon. And bang, just like that. That's the difficulty. All right. uh, Jeff Andrew is next with a lot to report on here. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. The tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Tom Giordano's show. Welcome in. As I said, the big news in front of me tonight, we have the possible impeachment vote. And we have the Dow plunging. Bidenomics again. Let's go to Congressman Jeff Van Drew with us on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Congressman, uh, welcome in. I know we have the big vote tonight. But boy, just because of this inflation report, much higher than expected, we're seeing a major market uh, collapse here today. Yeah, and, you know, they're doing everything they can to try to pump up the market. But we have to be realistic. There's a disconnect between what's happening in the market. I mean, in the past, even when it goes up and what people are finding at the grocery store, the gas station, when they need to get repair work done to their home buy construction materials, the everyday necessities of life, people understand and they know uh, that it's costing them a lot more, and it's not being made up in their salaries or their income or their hourly rate. And Joe Biden, for a while, I mean, he keeps changing tax, but, you know, one of his uh, focus was to, to say that how great everything was and the economy was doing well. And I guess maybe for his billionaire international friends it is, but for the average man and woman who are breaking their back, trying to make a living, it is not. Uh, tonight, uh, we hear, and the Philadelphia Inquirer says, uh, we don't know if they have the votes this time around. A, will there be an impeachment vote tonight, do you think? And B, why will there be a better outcome? There will be an impeachment vote. And, you know, you can't blame the speaker for the last vote. I know some folks were said, why did we put the vote up? Why did we have it when we, you know, the the whip count should have shown that the votes weren't there? Let's understand that Steve Scalise was getting his last treatment in Louisiana. And by the way, he's doing great and total, complete remission. So he's doing well. And as you know, he Mm -hmm. is the majority leader. On, On the other side of the aisle, they had a gentleman by the name of Al Green who was sick in the hospital. But here's what they did. So we should have had the votes because we didn't think he was going to be there. They wheeled him in on a gurney and had him vote. They took him out of the hospital, mm-hmm. wheeled him in on a gurney and had him vote. And that's, you know, in all humanness, I don't know what else to say, you wouldn't think that something like that would happen, but it did. Which is my point, Don, when you and I always speak, they play for real, the left does. When you're the left and the ultra left, they stick together. Uh, even though they might be traditional liberal or extreme liberal or socialist or even those in that side who hate the country. And I'm not talking about people, everyday people out in the streets. I'm talking about the leadership here. They stick together and they make sure because they see the end game, which to them is always to win and permanently change the country. So to answer your question directly, I believe we will have the vote tonight. And I believe that it will succeed by the narrowest of margins. I mean, we have a very 
very tight majority. And I pray that, you know, next year um, we will start the year out with a stronger majority in the House, a new majority in the Senate, and a new president. And then we can really get yeah. some things. And you know what? I wanted to make some, say something else, which I'm probably breaking on, on your show, but I just uh, put in a new bill today uh, that I authored, which is immediate detention and deportation of illegals who assault cops act. And basically what this bill does is said, if you assault a police officer, first of all, you have broken the law already and come into the country illegally. If it was up to me, those folks would have been detained in Mexico or sent back immediately to their country of origin if they got through. Uh, they shouldn't be here, you know. And But nevertheless, they are. So we have to resort to legislation like this, which actually changes the Immigration Act and has an allowance for when somebody uh, is an illegal and they commit a crime against a police officer, they attack a police officer, they assault a police officer, they're immediately detained by the feds, and they are deported, period. Well, you know, um, that's, uh, that's great news because I would think in the House even some Democrats are going to vote for that. At least they've been on record now decrying this. Maybe even over in the Senate, uh, it, there might be enough votes. I'm hoping. God knows I never know what the Senate's going to do. But I tried to, you know, craft the bill so you almost just couldn't vote against it. Now, some people will anyhow. You know, when we said no uh, nuclear arms in Iran, we had people on the other side that voted against that bill. So, you know, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm hopeful that everybody votes for it. It's the right thing to do. Um, and, you know, we put the bill in today. Um, and, you know, I think it's going to get immediately marked up in the Judiciary Committee this week. And I hope to bring it to the floor very soon. That is great news. Now, that is a winner. wanted to ask you to uh, Rand Paul, uh, Mike Lee, some of the regulars we have here on the show, did the right thing, the filibuster, then the vote in the middle of the night. But my goodness, these other Republicans, first of all, why would we give $60 billion? Rand Paul made this case. Uh, and he, he said something, uh, Jeff, I don't know if you saw this. You're busy with other things. He said that uh, bill in the Senate spending all this money in Ukraine when not fixing the border ought to have on its cover the picture of the very people you're talking about, illegal people here, assaulting the cops in Times Square. That's what Republican senators ought to put on that bill said Rand Paul. Oh, and, and he's right. Uh, you know, I mean, we're worried about, look, let me step back for a second here. I feel bad for the people in Ukraine. It is a corrupt, it has traditionally, historically been a corrupt country. We have, if we send this $60 billion over, which I will not vote for, but if we did, we will have spent just about as much money in Ukraine in the last year, well over $100 billion dollars as we have given to Israel since its inception after World War II in the 1940s. Think about that. That's unbelievable. I mean, what's the deal here? And, you know, Joe Biden said no matter how much it costs, no matter what it takes, no matter how long it is, well, you know, here's a guy um, who's only been in government his entire life, and I guess he just thinks the answer to everything is to spend but it isn't. It's the people's tax dollars. 
It's the veterans who don't have health care. It's the veterans who are homeless. It is the people who are breaking their back and can't pay their taxes or meet their mortgage. It's the people who are out there every day who love America. And for God's sake, we're not even always taking care of them. But we're here, you know, and we're spending money, um, this kind of money on Ukraine, and there's no damn accountability. So these bills, and I've spoken to the speaker about it. First of all, I am, I guess, disappointed and disturbed that Republican senators would do this. And just as a segue, the bill that some Republicans, not the majority, thank God, in the Senate, but some Republicans worked on uh, to deal with the border was an atrocity. It was awful. It was worse than doing nothing. It legalized illegal immigration. I've never seen anything like it. And thank God that bill is not going anywhere. Exactly. And I spoke to the speaker about uh, the the bill that's going to come over, and I think you might have seen that today early on he announced that it's not going anywhere. Look, I do want to help Israel. They're one of our oldest friends, and they were brutally and savagely attacked by Hamas, uh, and they need some help. But it needs to be separate bills. They need a separate bill on Israel, a separate bill on Ukraine, a separate bill on the Indo-Pacific, and a separate bill if they want to give money to Palestine, which is going to go to Hamas. I'm voting, I would vote to give Israel the money. And I spoke numerous times to the speaker over the last few months, even before he was speaker. And, you know, just to the point that you can, you know, the days of combining these bills together, so you either vote for something that you don't want to vote for or vote against something that you do want to vote for. That's the way these politicians do it in the old days. Damn it, we want to see an end to that. We want a breath of fresh air. Vote for whatever you believe, but don't mix things together like that so everybody gets screwed. Uh, Jeff Andrew, congratulations. Another big moment. We can hardly wait till the bill moves forward. Thank you, as always, Congressman. Tom, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do. I appreciate that you get the word out there, and you are a voice of freedom in this country. I mean it. Thank you. Thank you, Congressman Jeff Andrew. And the bill, I mean, who would be against that? Well, you know, the squad. Oh, I wonder about the dean of decency. I wonder if the inquirer will inform people in Montgomery County. She'll vote against that, that you're automatically deported. There'll be some loophole, some wild thing she thinks. Thank you, Dean. And Mary Gaines Scanlon, she's a lawyer, so eh, maybe she wouldn't vote for it either. That you're automatically deported, you attack a cop in this manner, you're convicted of that, that's it, you're out. Not, we release you, as happened with the Times Square crew. All right, uh, coming up, we have the uh, lightning round here. As I said, uh, this uh, with the market today is gigantic, and it's all due to the fact this inflation is baked in. I've seen studies today indicating with many things, the staples, we are up 19% in costs for the staples of various groceries and other products across the board since Biden took over the presidency. He broke it. He did it. These historians and others whispering in his ear, you got to go big, Joe, FDR, LBJ. Look at the result. The market just hears. Wow, this is only this morning uh, this broke of uh, what the inflation rate was like year over year in many staples, 3.9%. They go wild. 
Why? They know the Fed can't possibly lower interest rates, what everyone's waiting for. But it's not just people invested in the market. It's people looking for a home, a first home. These are oppressive rates, but they're not going to come down as long as you have this inflation rate. And on and on and on this nonsense goes. And every time you hear someone, I don't even think they are just, it's one thing, a smart person trying to con you. I think they tell themselves that inflation has gone down. It has not. The rate occasionally seems like it's going down. Then we're back again into this. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. Yes, that's right. Hit us with that uh, mass figure, real or fictional. Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. Uh, let's go to Robert and Ben Salem. Hey, Robert, back from the Flyers. Oh, man, it was perfect, Tom. I know you've been to games with DJ and Luke, so you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, in person. Awesome it's a great sport in person, without yes, a doubt. Yeah. Um, I'll get right to it. Um, I know that Bernie Perrant donned the hockey mask with a plum, but Jason rocked the hockey mask. I'm going to go with Jason. <laughs> you guys have a great day, all right? That's a good one. Uh, how about the mask and scream, Dan? I think they made too many screams, but the first one, it was a pretty effective mask. Yeah, yeah. They were all in the theater together wearing a mask, and then suddenly mayhem. That mask was all over the place. Yeah. Early 2000s, too. Every Halloween. Yep. yep. Uh, Gary in Newtown. Gary, what do you have today? I had to go with that one. Uh my name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the North, general of the Felix Legions, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Gladiator. Oh, beautifully done. Yes, that scene when he moves the trips around too and against the guys in the chariot should have the advantage to him, but by the time he gets done with them. And the barbarian scene in the beginning is one of the all-time great scenes. It was a great sell, too. Oh, yeah, that was a great uh, rendition of uh, Maximus, too. Uh, the uh, Earl of Tacconi. Hey, Earl. The 2023 Horror of the Year! I'm going to go outside the box. In fact, I don't even think there's a box next to this answer. Uh, I'm going to go Chris Rock. Remember when he uh, was hosting the Oscars and he was wearing that mask on his face that looked like Will Smith's hand? <laughs> oh. All right. Nicely played. All right. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it works. It took a while for me to get that. Gretchen in Yardley. Hey, Gretchen, good afternoon. Who's your mask person? Animal Lecter. All right. Uh, yeah, good choice. Uh, it was more of a muzzle, wouldn't you say, Dan, than a mask? Mask, yeah. Mask, mask, muzzle, yes. Uh, John in, uh, oh, by the way, first time Lou Gall, all-time great film critic, Dan. We had a call, one of his first things, and this guy said, was it appropriate to take a first date to Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> Lou was being a gentleman and didn't say what I said. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine? Hey, Maisie, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> what, what's a woman thinking in this situation? Uh, John in Yardley Park. Hey, John, what's yours? Hi, Dom. May the force be with you, Darth Vader. Very nice. And one more, Greg in Mayfair. All right, Greg, what do you have? Yo, Greg. Hey, Dom, I would have to say Celebrity. 
celebrity. I'm not getting that. What what does that mean, Greg? Uh, you know, celebrity. That's the biggest mask there is. Ah. If you have, if you have that, you know. Yeah, I, I, it's like a Taylor Swift answer or something here. Not that I'm bringing her up anymore. I've been chastised on that. All right, I, I think I heard a pretty good one here recently, but there were a lot of throughout the show, Dan. So one out-of-the-box answer I'm surprised wasn't said. It was said on Twitter a couple of times, but criminals in Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah, yeah we might have gone with that. Absolutely. Well, you don't need a mask. Although... They do, yeah, on SEPTA, et cetera. Still the shysties, yeah. Why do you need a mask? I'd say to you, hey, what are you doing here? You don't need a mask. You got Larry. It's true. Like, what's the purpose? Yeah. But, uh, Dom, a couple good ones. Uh, Phantom of the Opera, all-time mask. Uh, Jason right. Voorhees. But uh, Gary Newtown selling of Gladiator. Yes. I thought that was a great And call. the mask is a um, big deal in that, when he's, when he's unmasked. What a cowardly act. Stab him enough that he's still alive, but he can't fight you. Oh, my God. So Gary goes into the hat? Yeah, Gary, right. you're into the hat big time. Well, we've got a great one for Valentine's Day tomorrow. Rich Cioli is next for four big hours. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.